Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Forward Maryland. I'm Bill Woodcock, and today is Tuesday, August 27th, 2019. Here's what's going on. It is the beginning of the 2022 gubernatorial horse race, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, there has been now the uh, first contestant to wade up to the starting line to, uh, you know, start stretching out his calves, seeing how the hammy's doing, you know, doing a little jumping jack, some calisthenics, you know, maybe a few uh, body weight exercises, some squats, limbering up, flexing the old core, you know, doing those hip turns to and fro, you know, shaking his feet kicking them into the starting blocks and uh, seeing how the shoes feel in the in the starting blocks. And that would be, everybody, Maryland Comptroller Peter Franchel, who is seriously considering a run for the Democratic nomination for governor, uh, who has made a recent career out of campaigning against the quote-unquote Annapolis machine, which has constituted uh, Senate President Mike Miller and former House of Delegates Speaker uh, Mike Bush, uh, who, of course, everybody knows, um, you know, passed away uh, this past spring. And Delegate uh, Adrian Jones is now the speaker. So now we have Speaker Jones. So I'm not sure if she's part of the machine or not. Uh, but... Um, but we do know that Senate President Miller is still very large and very much in charge of the Maryland State Senate, despite his own health concerns. And uh, at least as of this recording, is looking to be that uh, going into uh, the 2020 General Assembly session. So there's still going to be a machine out there doing things machines do, and that's going to make the controller none too happy. Uh, so it may sound from the early part of this podcast that I'm, you know, kind of making fun of the controller. And uh, I hope it doesn't. shouldn't come across that way because I am a huge fan of controller Peter Francho for just that reason. And uh, I've, I've been acquainted with the controller for over 25 years now, back from my days as president of the Maryland State Young Democrats. And when he was a... Uh, Young, younger uh, delegate from Tacoma Park in Montgomery County, uh, barely a uh, conservative bastion of Maryland. So it really makes me chuckle to hear all of the Francho detractors who talk about him being uh, too conservative, too close to the governor. Um, you know, they they're just kind of telling, you know, uh, repeating an ill-informed narrative and in so doing, showing their own ignorance of, of Maryland political history. Peter Francho is no conservative. Uh, what he is is a pragmatist. What he is is a practicalist. And who he is is somebody who works very tirelessly for the people. Uh, there was a recent Washington Post article, and they talked about the awards that he gives out and the and the controller's coins. Uh, you know, uh, the Office of State Controller uh, for you know has has been established as being one that is um, it's come to be expected that the position comes with a certain amount of political theater, and uh, I hold as exhibits A and B the last two men to hold the position of controller 
Uh, first was uh, Controller Louis Goldstein, who I believe held the office since the 1940s uh, into the 90s. And, uh, you know, had his sing sig signature line, God bless y'all real good. And his uh, campaign piece basically became a gold-colored plastic coin with the saying, God bless y'all real good on one side. And, you know, Louis Goldstein, Maryland Comptroller, and uh, an authority line on the other. And that was essentially what Louis did. So, uh, you know, that's how he ran Year in, year out, term in, term out. I believe at the time that he left office or that he was no longer in office, he was the longest. He, he had held he held the national record for the longest serving uh, statewide elected official in any state, uh, in any position. So uh, that's pretty impressive. Following Louis Goldstein was the uh, indomitable uh, former mayor of Baltimore and former governor of Maryland, William Donald Schaefer, um, who, of course, as we know, was no stranger to uh, political theater uh, with his famous uh, dive into the uh, seal pool at the National Aquarium when it wasn't open on time. Uh, to uh, his do-it-now attitude in uh, city government, which he later transferred over to state government, and then later on during his terms as governor, uh, doing things like taking Saturday morning jaunts across state with uh, police, uh, state police detail in tow uh, to, uh, to uh, confront people who had written him nasty letters. You know, and of course, he, he made his famous comment about, you know, the uh, the shithouse, that's the Eastern Shore, uh, as he walked to the stage during a State of the State address. So, uh, yeah, um, Mayor slash Governor slash Controller Schaefer was no stranger. And so now we have Controller Francho, uh, who, wow, uh, the radical thing he does is recognize and promote Maryland businesses, especially Maryland small businesses, and, and fight for the little guy and fight for the entrepreneur. Uh, most notably and uh, most recently, his, uh, his, his uh, efforts to... Um, make Maryland's beer industry uh, stronger and more competitive and friendlier to small family breweries. Um, so yeah, that's not so bad, is it? That's not, that's not, a, that's not exactly a, a rabble rouser. Um, you know, Peter Francho is a pragmatist and um, you know, a lot has been said about his decisions to side with the governor on the Board of Public Works. Um, you know, as opposed to more staunchly opposing the governor's agenda. Um, and, and so, you know, that is for the individual to determine whether or not it's a bad thing. Uh, Peter Francho is, has a over 65% approval rating I saw, which is tops of any Maryland Democrat and which instantly makes him a front-runner for the governor's seat or for the governor's nomination. Um, 
So I don't know, but it seems like a lot of people don't really, you know, a lot of people who vote don't get wrapped up about that thing. It seems like people who are mostly concerned about uh, the amount of time that uh, the controller spends, you know, voting the governor's way are very staunch partisans. And, uh, well, that's okay to each their own. Not everybody's, uh, everybody's cup of tea. They can go find their own candidate. And who would those candidates be, you might ask? Well, I am glad you asked that question because I'm sure there's going to be no shortage of candidates running for governor. Uh, on the Democratic side, the name I hear most is former gubernatorial nominee from 2014, Anthony Brown. Uh, my only reaction to that is God help us all if that happens because if he wins, the nomination that is sure to guarantee eight more years of a, of a Republican in the governor's mansion. Um, that was the second worst run statewide campaign I've ever seen in 30 years of political involvement in this state. Um, you know, who else? I've heard Delegate Brooke Learman. Uh, I have heard uh, count, um, County count, County Executive John Olszewski from Baltimore County. I've heard County Executive Angela also Brooks from Prince George's. Uh, even more recently, and I've been hearing this from people in Anne Arundel County, um, County Executive Calvin Ball of Howard County. So you know the you know are are three of the uh, freshman executives going to. Uh, figure out who's going to run for governor. Uh, one thing is for sure is that if past history is any indication, that governor's race is going to firm up around the time of the Democratic National Convention next summer. So uh, this thing has about a year to gel. Um, you know, not sure if it's going to be another cast of thousands, not sure if you're going to see another Alec Ross or Krish Vignaraja or Jim Shea uh, take another bite at the apple. Of course, on these uh, podcasts, I've mused about uh, former Howard County Executive Ken Ullman uh, maybe taking another stab at it. And then on the Republican side, uh, Commerce Secretary Kelly Schultz, um, how Harford County Executive Barry Glassman um, you know, uh, some guy named Steve McAdams, who absolutely no one has heard of uh, outside of his own family, uh, gets a lot of mention on a certain Facebook group. I have no idea who this clown is. Um, you know, but these are the people who get mentioned as possible uh, gubernatorial candidates for the Republican side. For my money, uh, Kelly Schultz would be my choice as a Republican candidate, but I'm not a Republican, so uh, it's not up to me. So uh, it's very interesting that almost three years before the November 2022 elections, people are already thinking about who their party's nominees are going to be, and people are putting their little toes in the water. Again, they're putting their feet in the starting blocks, and I believe that Peter Francho has very good reason to feel light on his feet and feel the wind at his back because he is the early frontrunner for the Democratic nomination for governor of Maryland in 2022. My name is Bill Woodcock. You have been listening to Forward Maryland. Have a great day.